So the first thing that you have to do when you get a podcast is you have to have an intro. Okay. You know, I've, uh, I don't know if you've heard me recording the other ones. Yeah. You know, there's always so on and so forth, and this is such and such. And yes. Yeah. You know, we technically this is gonna be our first episode, so there's no real <laughs> intro yet to it. <clears throat> um, but we got to figure out something. But however, I, I figure let's just start this one off the cuff, and see how it goes. And maybe that is our intro. There's there's no intro. There's no intro at all. Right. Or, I mean, the first thing that I think was just said on here was, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so maybe that's the intro, right? Just the first thing. Like, what do you want to talk about today? Yeah. The, What's going on? <laughs> just hit it and you'll go, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> just like we're like starting the worst conversation ever. Like someone texted on the way home was like, we need to talk when I get home. <laughs> You're like, all right, what do you want to talk about? You're <laughs> shaking the whole time. Right. What did we do? We'll God damn it. Out. What did I do? I swear to God, I put the dishes away. <laughs> um, for anyone who's uh, tuning in right now, basically, uh, the show's called A-Lister and the Man because that's who we are. Um, that's Holly. Hollywood. Hollywood is her uh, <laughs> actual first f- full name. No... It's not Hollywood Johnson, depending on what you ID you look at, but the birth certificate, the first birth says Hollywood. Hollywood is your first name. Yes. And I'm the man because, well, I'm a man. No. Um, it's my. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a beard. I do. No, I, he had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually my initials, M A N. So Hollywood is like a celebrity type thing, a list celebrity, at least in my my vision of you how i feel about you is like you're <laughs> the upper echelon of everything you know you're the julia roberts you're the you know like i'm trying to think of uh currently i think scarlett johansson is like one of those but like if you're talking about longevity people like in hollywood like marilyn monroe julia roberts you know uh i wouldn't say gwyneth paltrow um who's uh devil wears prada and hathaway the lady that was her boss yeah uh why can't i think of her name yeah short hair yeah Yeah. meryl streep yep yeah um so like there's like these people who have longevity and they're always considered an a-lister yeah um and that's to you to me that's you right (laughs) like that's just that's where i came up with the nickname is hollywood there's you know the a-list celebrities b c-list d-list you know Blah, blah, blah. Honestly, like, the, the C-list celebrities are the ones that are popular, but, like, don't really have anything out right they now. They just do whatever they can. Right, like, they just grab movies because they want they, they need something to do, not because they want to do it. Exactly. Or or someone wants them. Someone that just did something that was really popular at one time that's not really doing anything now, but people still recognize them. Like, the Entourage guys, right? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Turtle is, like, on power on Showtime, so he still has, like, a little something. Oh, is he really? Yeah, but Kevin Connolly, the guy that played E, no one knows where he is. Really? But he's done voiceover ad work for Best Buy. Huh. Right. Yeah. So, Random stuff. Yeah, like nothing major. Exactly. But like if think? he goes out and someone recognizes him in the restaurant, they're like, Oh, it's from Entourage. We we got this table that's not by the bathroom, we can get you in right away, <laughs> you know, but not like the the best chef's table and stuff. <laughs> right. So, but in my honest opinion my heart and everything uh, you're my a-lister so that's where that that's why i came up with that originally for them. um so yeah i guess that's a-lister and the man um how the names have transpired and become the what they are um basically 
what I want to talk about or what we're, we're <laughs> or what we're going to talk about during this whole show is is just us just not like us in a lovey-dovey way. I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. Because <laughs> let's be honest. Because I lovey-dovey you. I lovey-dovey you too, girl. <laughs> dovey, lovey, lovey, bubby. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, what the fuck are they These doing? fucking people. <laughs> um, but it's it's more of like, look, we're kind of in a new relationship. It's not kind of. We are in a new relationship. Yeah. We're coming up on three months, which is the longest relationship I've really been in in six years. I want to say, like we were talking about this. Yeah. Um, my last real long relationship that I considered a relationship uh, ended in early 2014. It's obviously late year from hell, a.k.a. Yes. 2020. 2020. Um, September-ish. Uh, well, no, mid-September is what it is. And our official date is June 29th, yes. 2020. Um, we kind of started talking. <clears throat> we kind of met for real. January of this year. I th- I always thought it was January. January 4th, I believe it was. Because the Fish Bones holiday party was the 6th. And I remember after like the week after that was like when we st- when I started coming down there like regularly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I always thought it was January, but then I said like we didn't really start like hanging out or like me coming over here until like February, I yeah, think. Yeah, mid-February um there was so our origin is hilarious <laughs> it's ridiculous it's it's literally <laughs> I, I was working one night uh at the bar that i work at and you came in and you <clears throat> I, I noticed you right away i was like wow she's hot <laughs> and i did we kiss that night you you walked right up to me. I don't know if it was that night, but one of one of the very first nights, I think I was there once, and then the second time that I came in was when I actually gave you my number, but I think you kissed me the second night. Okay. But you literally walked straight up to me and grabbed my face and kissed, and kissed me. Like, no warning, no nothing. Like, I knew who you were because multiple people had told me that I needed to talk to you. Really? Multiple people. See, I did not know that. Yeah. Who? Uh, Andrea. Okay. Obviously, she, like, claimed that she, like, set us up. But then I found out later on that Lindsay had said, Lindsay said that she said something to you. She said, no, she said said something later. But Andrea said that Lindsay said something to her about you, we, someone should hook up Holly and Mikey. That first, so that first couple nights? Yes. Wow. Because I remember, like, Because when I didn't come in for, I think, a week or two. And then when I came back, I, like, didn't really know what to expect. Because I don't, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't jump on the, jump on the opportunity, so. Well, I remember, like, so I didn't know that happened at first. What I do remember is later somebody, Lindsay, came to me. But this was like February, not like a week or two later. Like oh, really? We, I'm pretty sure if I go back and look at the text, I think it said January 4th. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's January 4th. That was when we first got the number and I first sent you a text. Yeah. 
it wasn't until like mid February. It was February sixteenth. It was like two days after uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. I literally I went back and I looked. So I I'm yes. you know right. <laughs> and that's when I said I'm hearing rumblings that we should be talking from people and you were like oh oh no people. that's not good but no like it was a good thing and that and it was Lindsay. Lindsay was the one she was like you need you need a you need to take holly she was i was like yeah i thought she was hot as hell and, you know? <laughs> and i think that's when everything started then quarantine happened and i got sick uh i had the corona you had the rona right and like again we just kind of fell a little bit out right there but then like i want to say end of march early because I, I got sick St. Patrick's Day and it was uh, two or three weeks after that that we were just like not talking yeah mainly because I was like I uh, you know was, the whole point of this is talking about everything I felt like you had said that you would do something and it wasn't timely enough for me yeah as sick as I was yeah and I was just like well if I can't rely on her I'm that's my, it's one of my things like, I remember it I remember <clears throat> the whole day specifically <clears throat> seriously so okay okay so tell me what you remember from your day because okay so the, it, so I was sick yes and I was out of Kaufman's you could not leave I, and I couldn't I you had couldn't corona, go anywhere I literally had coronavirus um they wouldn't test me. Yeah. Uh, like you were with me the entire week before I officially went to go get tested. I was already yes. sick, but I was taking medicine and it was taking down my fever because I had a headache and I didn't even put two and two together. The minute my headache was gone, I stopped taking medicine. Cause you a felt day, better. Yeah. Day and a half later, that medicine's out of my body and I'm feeling like dog shit on a Saturday night. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> so then we, um, go into, I wake up the next morning. I have that 102 degree fever. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to go get tested. They wouldn't test me. I wasn't in bad enough shape. They right. said. So either Didn't way. they say like, we you only, probably have it. Go yeah. home and quarantine. The dude said, or something the, the way like you're that. talking about everything that you have, uh, I 90% sure Which you have Which is mind boggling. Right. And I was like, well. So, so add one more to that big number that you guys have up right. there. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm in there now because I had the antibodies. So the minute I had oh, the antibody, go. they were like, all right, this was a test. <laughs> this is someone that's in the case in Michigan. Um, but yeah, so I was feeling the symptoms hard. And then I, <clears throat> I was out of cough medicine. And I was like, you were like, do you need anything? And you were trying for a couple days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this is one, one and done. I was denying it. Mainly. I know that I was trying to see you, mm-hmm. but I understood the circumstances. And I also felt weird because it was the beginning of quarantine. So I, it sounds lame now to say it, but I was still unsure about like actually like going out of my house, you know right. what I'm saying? And like visiting and like going to the store and stuff like that. It was still freaky to me because we really didn't know too much about right. it. And this, so this is like, the, so in Michigan, it shut down March 19th. So, no, not March 19th, March 16th. 16th. Um, Your last day of work was was the 19th. So, because it shut down uh, the Monday before St. Patrick's Day. And Mm -hmm. I remember that because I worked Saturday, I was on my way to work Sunday, and then my job job was like, nope, we're done. You can't come in. Right. And I think you'd say the night that Saturday. Because were you at my or I stayed downtown after Saturday night. We we came downtown. Okay. Saturday night, and remember, I was gonna come home with you, and you had the podcast, and I told you I would come over after the podcast, and I was still sleeping at Andrea's. But then I came over, and we went to dinner. Okay, so you came over, and we were gonna leave, and then I was told I didn't have to. I was like, so let's just go get dinner. Yes. Okay. 
So then cut to the headache. Again, headache, fever then showed up after I stopped taking the medicine, blah, blah, blah. So I'm coughing. I'm going off crazy. And I had said, you had, again, you had tried. And it doesn't sound crazy to say because, like you said, this is middle of March. Everything yeah. is just shutting down. You don't know. I didn't know. So you don't it was know. It's a little uneasy. I don't know. Nobody here knows. There are some people like, oh, crap. It's the fucking worst thing can't in the world anywhere. at the time. Yeah. And they can't leave your house. And then there's other people who are, who are like, all right, I'll be cautious about it. It's not like now where everyone's like, literally, you're either cautious or you're, fuck this. Gone with real. the wind. Right? <laughs> so I want to say it was, I think it was Wednesday. Was the Wednesday that I uh, I was asking you for cough medicine? Okay. Now here's a thing that I've talked about with you, but I don't think I put together until just now. Really? That Wednesday is the day I almost died. Jesus. So there was a lot on top of that, right? So Wednesday is the day I think I finally said, "Okay, you can come over. You can help me out. I need cough medicine. I have none." Right. I wasn't telling my roommate I was sick. I was literally just I was in my room. Mm. The only people who knew I was sick were you, uh, the kid's mom. And I and and Kayla, my nurse friend who was nursing me through the whole entire thing. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the kid knew. So anyone that Tracy talked to um, Walt knew because I texted him while I was on my way to get tested. And I think maybe Z knew as well. Yeah. So I there, there was a handful of people that knew I had this. Mm-hmm. Kerr knew I had it too. Yeah. Um, however, she didn't know how, she didn't know how serious that was because she says that I was over dramatic. I'm over dramatic about things. Oh, okay. Thank you. Right. But <laughs> she she knew it was bad. Just, but again, it's not like I was asking anyone to bring me anything. Yeah. You're the first person I asked to bring me something. You texted me, and I think I I think we we were cleaning something in my house, so I couldn't like get up and dip and leave. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We were deep cleaning something. We had like a project for the day or whatever. That was like our quarantine plan. Like find something to do every single day. So I was like, I'll leave in a little bit, go to the store, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Let them know when I'm on my way. Because I figured even if I came over and like saw you, I wasn't going to stay for long because you didn't feel good. I was even thinking like maybe he'll want me to put the bag on the porch with the medicine in it and like Gatorade or something. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I literally went to the store, got a Gatorade, got medicine, texted you. You didn't answer. So I was like, okay, maybe he's sleeping. So then like... 20 minutes goes by and I'm still sitting in the CVS parking lot and I'm like halfway between my mom's house and here. So I went to Andrea's and I just showed up and they were like making dinner or whatever. And I was like, Hey, I'm just waiting to go to Mikey's. He didn't answer me yet. I don't want to show up. Like I'm taking him some medicine, blah, blah, blah. And I remember sitting there and her being like, well, when are you supposed to go? And I'm like, well, I texted him and asked him if he still needed me to come over and he didn't say anything. So I think he's like fell asleep or something. She was like, okay. So then like another hour goes by and you still hadn't said anything. So I, I think I texted you and said something about like, do you still need me to come over? Do you still want me to bring this? Are you okay? Are you awake? Are you sleeping? Whatever it was. And you said she came home and brought you medicine and you said, no thanks, I'm all good. Mm-hmm. Now, let's not make it seem like it was just an hour that went by in between when I asked and when you first went. 
because that's no because I was at home for a little while longer for sure this was like this was like noon I said I said hey I'm out of cough medicine I need something and I remember texting you at Andrea's it's like seven o'clock right so we're talking I, I, I think um it was about a good six hours in between and in that six hours I couldn't hours, tell you if I said anything to you at that time you didn't there was nothing said in between like I said I needed something and you said okay I'll get it and then that was it until six hours later six six and a half hours later when you said something then you went to Andrea's and then you texted me again from Andrea's you just said around seven so that so me sitting at home in this time frame remember I was coughing up a lung right now just correlating it I, I almost died that day too that was the day I almost died but I turned my head and all the liquid fell out because I was coughing so hard that um the only thing I could do was drink uh, yeah. I couldn't eat anything. No, my taste buds were fucked. I couldn't eat anything. The most I ate, I think, throughout that week was like three three bowls of SpaghettiOs. That's what I ate throughout that week. Yeah. No, not, not, not the most I ate. That's what I ate. All of it. In a week. So the yeah. rest of it was Gatorade, orange juice, water. Gatorade, yeah. orange juice, water. Gatorade, orange juice, water. all of it. But you eventually cough so hard that I coughed up liquid. And I felt another cough coming. And there was, I couldn't swallow. I had nothing next. I had nowhere to spit or anything. It makes me feel and I, weird. And I was, yeah. And I was like, man, if I cough right now, like, and we're literally talking a matter of milliseconds. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, if I cough right now, I'm going to, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choke. And it started to, I was already starting. I just turned my head and the liquid fell out of my, my mm-hmm. mouth. And I knew like, and, and it sounds, and I agree. That sounds super overdramatic to say, but. If you're coughing. But if you feel that way. Yeah, if you're coughing and liquid is in your mouth, to cough, you go, <coughs> right? It's, it's yeah. an automatic breathing. Well, if I would have, the only thing I would have breathed in was liquid. Yeah. There was no air. That's so, yeah. So if you're breathing in liquid, you're dr- it's drowning. Yeah. Right? I would have drowned from my own liquid that I coughed oh up. Oh my God. So that started me being very angry at you. I know. Um, to the point where I was like, in my head, I'm like, I am dealing with some fucking horrible shit right now. And let me also be very honest. This fucking uh, thing fucked my head up. There yeah, were, that's what she said. There were voices in my head. There was, I deleted social media. That's crazy. Because I, I was hearing voices telling me to delete stuff. Like, don't go, delete. You can't go, it's fucking horrible. Delete it. I was like, okay. Like, to the point where I, I specifically remember that's one scary. night hearing... If you don't delete Facebook, I'm not going to let you sleep. And I was like, I need sleep. So I deleted Facebook. And like the next one was like Instagram and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so it was crazy. And so obviously I'm already going through some things mentally. I'm upset that I didn't get cough medicine because in my head I'm just like, the fuck? She said she'd bring it to me. It's been hours and I haven't heard of anything. And I'll be very honest. I think I saw that text and I just didn't respond. I was I was that angry that I did not want to respond. So it's so I'm sorry, but at the same time is I'm sorry. Well, look, it's okay. There, it's, it's dead it's not, and gone. Right. It's it's definitely dead and gone. But and we've obviously moved on from it. Um. But yeah. So then the next day, I think is when I said I I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I'll be very honest. I'm the one. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm the one that said it's done. And you were kind of confused. Very. And I kind of explained it, but I, I guarantee it probably wasn't good. You know? My explanation on whatever I needed 
questioning probably wasn't very good anyways. Because I literally remember thinking to myself for the two weeks after that, how do I say what I want to say? And then I think when I texted you after however many, you know, two, three weeks, whatever it was that we didn't talk literally at all. I think my very first sentence was, I've been sitting here for three weeks trying to figure out how to say this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel... Like, I'm on the same page. Like, it was probably a very bad explanation of what I thought happened, how I felt about it, you know, whatever it was. Right. Probably very poorly executed. Well, and, and again, on both sides, I'll be very... I, I can't imagine that I... In that state of mind that I was in yeah. with the sickness and everything, I can't imagine that I came off any sort of... Uh, coherent and what I was I, like I may have it seemed you know it may have just seemed oh this is angry talk yeah but I was probably blah, 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 yeah. you know um, so when you did text me three weeks later my first thought was wow she didn't give up like literally I was like I can't believe she texted me most people just let it go and don't try and that was my immediate thought was huh she's trying People don't try for me. I've never... They do, but not in a way that I find it endearing or stuff that is like how I would try with them. I spent three weeks trying to figure out what to say to you or when to say it or how to say it or whether I should text you or messenger you or... But again, it was... We went from complete silence to nothing but conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how it is today, yeah. too. You know, um, we talk about any and everything. There's no limit to our conversations. And I, we have like a currently, because our jobs are so busy where we work, we don't really talk much when we're at work. When we're not sitting right next to each other. Yeah. You know, so when we're away from each other, it's kind of like an old school relationship. And when I say old school, I mean like the conversations back in the day, they, people didn't have cell phones. They right. didn't have them tethered to the hip. So you get up and you go to work and, and you you're work, at work and right. they're at home. And there's periodic conversations between us for breaks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mainly you, especially because you just, yours have been a lot busier than mine. Like yeah. mine's usually dead for a little while and then I go into super busy mode. Yeah. Six hours of work in an hour and a half. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we, te- but even then, like even when it's, it's slow, like I'll, I'll say something to you before you say something to me. Yeah. Just because you never know, you yeah. know, we're working. So it, it, our conversations just happen. They go, which is why. I was. I said to you, I think we need to start a podcast because <laughs> we just talk and about viable things, right? Like, who knows where this show will take us? Right. You know, I mean, we have sat and had political conversations. Um, we have sat and talked about anything in regards to the protests, uh, riots, all the, you know, the police and everything like that. And this is stuff that I, I think personally that. Other people wouldn't mind hearing. You know how you, you know how you get those people that like all over the Kardashians and stuff like that. They're just like, oh my god, I wonder what they're gonna say next, <laughs> right? Or what's gonna happen on this episode? People just you know uh, flock to them for some reason whatsoever. No idea, because I'm not one of those people. 
You're not one of those people. Nope. Right? But at the same time, we will get involved in dumb shit. <laughs> right? So it's not even, it's like our dumb shit is, is what we're making. with That's stupid. You're doing that. And then we're over here going, look at HGTV. <laughs> look at Food Network. You know, It's uh, amazing. Like Travel Channel. Look at this ghost thing. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's uh, our stupid shit is stupid shit to someone else just like we're thinking theirs is stupid to us oh yeah so it's again proper things will be pulled in and stuff like that i'm not really worried about that but yeah so that's what i like about us and our dynamic is it's not nothing feels old now granted this isn't three we're technically we're not even three official months in but quarantine was different. Mm-hmm. Quarantine changed things because once we went back into it, I tell everyone, I'm like, so early April, right? Like maybe the first week of April. Yeah. Maybe the second week. Definitely before everything was supposed to open back up the first time. Yeah. Definitely before the kids were supposed to go back to school yeah. the first time. Definitely before like the end of all the Easter spring break. Mm-hmm. You know, vacation shit. Yeah. Definitely before that. Here was, I want to say May something. Was it? Well, at least for Garden City. Okay. Um, I think that's why Michaela had her spring break and then she went back technically the day off. So it may have been like the the last week of April was their spring break. But it was before that. Yes. Because they were still kind of doing stuff-ish Ish. Whatever. But so, yeah. So from, let's say, second week of April up until the last week of May, maybe first week of June, you had not met the kid yet. So no, I met her Memorial Day. Remember we grilled? Okay. And we did water balloons. So, yeah, the end of May. Mm-hmm. So the beginning, so middle of April to so a month and a half. So for a month and a half, I get my kid 50% of the time. She, I get her Sunday afternoon through Wednesday night. Yeah. When I had my kid, you weren't here. No. But when she was gone, you came over and didn't leave. I was always here. <laughs> right. I say, I tell everyone, like, you were here 95% of the time. I didn't have, that. the kid wasn't here. So mm-hmm. 90%, so 95% of half a week. You're here. Mm-hmm. Just sleeping over, staying yeah. over, doing, doing whatever. Doing nothing. Uh, yeah, there was nothing. So we're like, it's it's not you're here and we're separate doing things. Or there was there was nothing to do. Yeah. So it was us. We were right here. Yeah, on the couch. Sitting on the couch in front of the TV. Watching TV, talking, learning each other 95% of the time. So let's say half a week. Non-stop until you met Kayla. And then once you met Michaela, so end of May, you were here 90% of the entire week. Yes. And <laughs> but and so just And I didn't want to leave. <laughs> not leaving, anything like that, still talking, still being who we are, nothing really changing other than now the kids involved yeah so that was so most relationships what we did 
in a normal world takes time. Yeah. Right? Like, let's... Okay, so we're talking Wednesday night through Sunday morning. You're here. That's Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. That's four nights that you're spending the night, right? <laughs> yeah. In a row. In a normal relationship, or in normal times, that's getting to, that's us getting to know each other back to back to back to back. Yes. To back. Normal times, people are, I have to work tomorrow, so I'm leaving. Right. Maybe get one night. Out Once of a work, week. Especially with a kid, right? So yeah. my, with me having a kid, there was no interaction Sunday through Wednesday. Nothing. I mean, I'll text people, right? But then I worked weekends. So maybe a Wednesday night. But I worked Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. So right. I, I was never going out with anyone. So maybe someone would see me on a Wednesday night. Yeah. But not spend the night. No. Not that early, right? Like, and I'm talking like our first real real stuff. Yeah. Um, Possibly second or third night they're going to spend the night. That's just how things... Especially if... We're talking two, three weeks down the line. Like if it's one night a week, you know. So what in those four nights, that first week is what mo- in normal times would be a month. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. So, but that's one week. We did that for a month and a half, right? Like from the middle of April to the end of May. We did that for a month and a half. Yeah. So for six weeks. It's six months. So each yeah each week is a is a month so we did six months of that and then the kid yeah so now the kid's involved so now you would think there's wow that's weird i never put that time together because i've always said i would have to talk to somebody for six months before i even let them them meet my i think we we, i even told you that. that conversation wow yeah wow so that was like six months holy shit i didn't even think of that (laughs) <laughs> Still lives up to my, my thing. We just high five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone who's listening to this podcast. Um, but yeah, so we did six months basically in those weeks. And then obviously there may be two, one or two days added once there's the full week you could be there. Yes. Right? So that's, okay, so let's just say two days. Mm-hmm. So two days we're doing... Each week would be a two-day thing. We're doing it six. Let's just say six days. <laughs> so we're still doing it 300% more than what normal times would dictate because of quarantine. Yeah. And you're here all the time. All and, day. Right. Like all it, night. And it, this wasn't even – there wasn't even a conversation about moving in. No. There was like, – let's, let's be very honest. We, we made marriage and moving in jokes all right the time. Right away. Right. Uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. So, but in normal times relationship, what we did was on super speed. Yeah. So what we did before we eventually made everything official in the end of June. So from mid-April to the end of June, two and a half months, we did what most people do in a year-ish. Maybe more. Ish. Because there was another four weeks yeah, so about a year is what normal times would have dictated it. We did it in two and a half months. Excuse me. Yeah, there's a podcast. <laughs> they didn't hear that. <laughs> Gross. You're so dirty. I love it. <laughs> dirty. Um, but yeah, so we fast-tracked everything 
two and a half months, we did what most people do in a year. And then, well, we'll save some stuff. You know, so we'll leave it at that. We got together at the end of June. Uh, June Well, 29th. we did all that, and then you asked me to move in. Well, well, we'll wait for the next episode for that one. We'll tell people. Others. So we're going to end this when we got together. And then you asked me to be your girlfriend. We moved backwards. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's all jambled. You're right. I did. I was like, I asked you about moving in. That's right. And then we went and bought a photo, a picture for the bathroom. It was the first thing we bought, me, you, and Michaela. Mm-hmm. First thing we bought together. And I hung it up. And we photoshopped it. I took a fo- picture of it to send to you. And I did a Photoshop mix thing on my phone. And I added, was it, will you be my girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yep, is a question. But in the same type of script that was on the picture, yes. I put it in very small in the bottom. Like on the bottom of the frame or something? Yeah, like what it would look like it was part of it, but it wasn't. And I had to zoom in. Yeah, like as <laughs> you looked at it, I was like, what do you think? And you're like, I like it. And then like you kept looking at it. And then you zoomed in, and then you were just like, oh. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's how I actually so do my girlfriend. So cute. But, again, that was 100% a fast track of a relationship that we did with each other that most people would take to do a year to do. I would take that time frame to do. And... It blows my mind that we still... I expected that time frame. Yeah. Because, okay. From myself and even just from talking to you a little bit in the very beginning. And that was partially why you also were um, hesitant on contacting me and coming over and stuff. You didn't want to seem pushy uh, when I was sick. Because of me saying, I go real slow with everything. And I do. I have. This is... The first time I've ever gone this fast. But at the same time, I feel like it's been so long. Yes. Right? Like, everything feels like it's been that amount of time. Like, it's been over a year, and it's crazy to sit back and go, oh. Oh, three months. (laughs) What? What's going on? How do we do that? That's ridiculous. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. To me, how fast everything moved. What about you? Like, do you feel like it was it was fast, or do you feel like it, it just happened to work out perfectly? I feel like, like in almost every other situation, we we're just on the exact same page at the exact same time. Like, the day that both of us decided... Like, this is just what we're doing. Like, I know that once I decided that, like, I was all in. Like, I know I told you that. Like, I'm like, I'm here for this. You know, whatever happens, we'll figure it out. Like, I want to try this. I want to do this. I want to be here, you know. I don't worry about, like, what's going to happen or, like, the conversations. You know, like, I have my worries. I have my anxieties, obviously. Mm -hmm. But... In the back of my head, every day I wake up and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. Like, I'm here. 
we're together. I'm with you. It's perfect. I'm happy. Well, I'm talking about like the stuff leading up. Like that's just that's how you're feeling leading, then. Leading yeah. that's how I felt then, literally. Everything that was happening, I wasn't questioning it. It didn't feel uncomfortable. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel, you know, like I shouldn't be here or, you know, however else. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, because I don't think anything about outside of uncomfortable. It wasn't uncomfortable. It was. 100% 100% comfortable, 100%, you know, I want to walk in and sit down on the couch next to you. 100% I want to go over there and watch TV with him all night. You know what I'm saying? It was just once I was here, I literally, I just didn't want to leave. And it's crazy that, you know, you said right place, right time. Had quarantine not happened, I don't know that this would. Or if we wouldn't have met right before quarantine. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just crazy to think about like everything just seemed to put in, you know, that people say fate and everything like that and you can, whatever you want to believe, but it did, it just seemed to work for us. And even the time in between the first meeting and the second meeting was about a month and a half. So it wasn't like our, our even, even then. Right. Like, I want to say, like, after the 16th, like, I I think you still got quiet. And I like Andrew came into the bar one day and I was like, hey, why'd your friend stop texting me? I remember her asking me about that. And then you were like, "Um, I did text him last. And and you didn't respond. But I never got it. Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, my God. So, yeah, you were like, I did. And I was like, yeah. And then you said, I did text you. You never responded. I was like, what? And then you sent me a screenshot. And I, you had a text on me. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, that I had never gotten. And I was like. Never got it. Right? And I was like, oh, okay. Because in my head, you had just stopped talking. But it was like. It was like something that required an answer. Yes. And then you didn't answer. And my head, it's very similar to like, it's like, oh, she doesn't want to answer that. Right. I can't like it felt weird to text back right? Yeah. like that needed to be answered and if I would have said something it would have been like to gloss over it yes. but I wasn't it wasn't something I wanted to gloss over right so I went into the whole, I forgot about yeah, that so I went well I can't text her <laughs> I remember Andrea saying something to me about you need to text him he said something about he texted you and he wants to know why you didn't respond and I said I did respond and I completely forgot that we had that conversation that you had never gotten that. But she like, she like gave me shit for it. She was like, you need to say something to him. He's so nice. <laughs> and I said, I did respond. She said, well, say something else. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was a crazy connection between us that led to us getting together officially at the end of June. And, I have a thing about numbers Mm -hmm. and I was trying to like, I was like for a week, I was trying to figure out what's a good day. Like that made sense to me. And then it hit me when I was hanging it up. I was like, I'm just going to tell you today. And I looked at it and I looked at the day it was, and it was June 29th. And I was like, Oh my God. It was after midnight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was June 28th that I was hanging it up and I was like, 
oh man, tomorrow is six to nine, six to nine, <laughs> 69. It's always been a running thing with us. And I was like, I'm at midnight after minute, I'm going to send this to her because it just happened. Like yeah. I was going to do it. And then somehow it popped in my head. So that's how it got to be that day is I have a thing with numbers and you kind of do too. Kind of. Right. Like you see certain numbers consistently. I see certain numbers consistently. Other times things just happen where the numbers pop up. Yes. So. It's freaky. I say we cut it there and we could talk more about how I asked you to move in with me before I asked you to be my girlfriend (laughs) and more of getting everything together. Uh, Obviously, because I, not obviously to anyone just listening now for the first time. I had have had a roommate since I've been in this house for three years now. I think we were talking about it. Yeah. And I've had a roommate since like a few months in. Yeah. And so it was, you know, had to talk with her, had to talk with the kid, figure everything out. But again, even that super fucking fast. Yeah. So we'll get into all that on the second episode of A Lister and the Man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what we talked about. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs>